Yeah, Friday! Welcome to the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast. The future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. This is episode 89. Thank God it's Friday. We are officially on Mother's Day weekend. I want to wish... A very happy Mother's Day to my mother, my wife, and everyone out there who's listening and is a mother as well. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. Well, I got a packed show for you today, so let's get into this. Journey updates. Well, it was a bad week, man. We are up 2.6 pounds. We finished the month of April up 3 pounds. Total lost since January 2019 is 141.6 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to milestone 150 is 8.4 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to milestone 175 is 33.4 pounds. And the total pounds remaining to get to milestone 200 is 58.4 pounds. I, you know, this is one of those weeks where there's a gain and It's just frustrating beyond belief. I've had many gains in the last three years on plan here. But this one is one of the most annoying. Part of me wants to blame the fact that it was battery replacement day. (laughs) That's what I want to blame myself. Because you know what? If this gain happened last week, I would have expected it. But not this week. But see, in my house, we start every new month with a brand new battery. Whether or not the battery is dead, we replace it on the beginning of every month. So that was the first weigh-in on the new battery. And there always seems to be some sort of fluctuation on battery replacement day. It's a conspiracy, I tell you. Everybody's against me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. It's frustrating. It is what it is. 
I can't concentrate on it because I have much bigger goals. So I can't dwell on this moment. I have to get back to work because there's plenty of work to do. I tell all of you that every week. I have to live by it when it's me too. We had a goal for the diabetic experiment for this past Sunday. And that goal was to bring Sunday to within its points, not using any weekly points. I succeeded this week. I brought Sunday to within my daily allotment. I had one point remaining at the end of the day. But when I think about it, this is what I did to get there. I made some substitutions at lunch. Instead of using bread for my sandwich at lunch, I used something called a pita, Joseph's pita, whatever it is. And instead of having my normal Sunday dinner, what we eat on Sundays, and we got this soup from Costco. It's called Kirkland Chicken Tortilla Soup. In the package, you get two containers. Each one of them holds two cups of the soup. So you get a total of four cups. And each cup is two points. So dinner on Sunday night was two cups of that soup, plus we grilled some chicken to just bulk it up because the soup didn't feel like enough. So we had some grilled chicken, we had the soup, and that brought me, those two things brought me to within my daily allotment. I had one point remaining at the end of the night. So if when I sit here and think about how Sunday ended, I wonder one thing. Is it sustainable? Could I repeat this week after week knowing the restrictions of the diabetic plan? My first impression or my first inclination is to tell you no, it's not sustainable. I have to do something different because there were points throughout the day where I felt hungry. What I really need to do is break up breakfast because breakfast is the biggest meal of the day for me. There's this saying that my wife always says. She says, you eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. And that's kind of what I did on Sunday. And I'm telling you, it's not sustainable. I'm sure for many people it is. But for me, it is not sustainable. I have to shift things around. I could easily move the fruit I would eat at breakfast to lunch or between lunch and dinner, whatever. I can easily do that. I can try eliminating it instead of eliminating the bread. I don't know what the point swap would be for that. It would probably be better for me to eat the fruit than it is for me to eat bread. Maybe what I got to think about is getting rid of bread for lunch altogether and doing something else with that turkey breast. But something needs to be done so that it feels more sustainable. And it enables the normal Sunday dinner. Because the normal Sunday dinner is pasta, meatballs, whatever, right? So if that's the normal Sunday dinner, then I need that allotment of points for Sunday night. And I need just to remove the points from 
lunchtime. Or I need to move some of the points from breakfast to lunch so lunch is bigger, even though I removed a bunch of stuff from it. That's really what's up for grabs here. Because what I did last Sunday, although it's successful, I could definitely promise you it's not sustainable. And that's really what, when we make choices, if the first time you go to make the choice, it feels that uncomfortable, a lot of people would say, you know, just keep going. But I can do other things to make it easier. I don't have to tough this out. I have plenty of room to move things around to make Sunday easier to deal with and stay within the daily allotment of points. That is going to be the plan for next Sunday. We're going to repeat it. We're going to stay under those points and we're going to just shift things around so I don't feel so hungry the way I felt last Sunday. It makes me think, what if I handled the last couple of weeks differently? I had this plan to change Sunday to bring it within my allotment of points. We had two Sundays where there were holidays, so we didn't really do anything with it. But then we went to go implement last week. And it was a crash and burn. And we decided this week we would do something different. But what if I crash and burn and I dwell on the failure? What if this gain I had today, what if I handled that differently? What if every gain I've ever had since day one, I handled differently? What is the difference between failing and failure? This is what I want to talk about today. We'll be back after the break. Don't go anywhere. Hello. I'm Donato Russo. And I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranter's Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past 
can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when, because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are enough. Thanks for sticking with me. We're talking about failure today. Now I have spoken about the subject of failure many, many times. But my question for you today is, how many hours, days, weeks of our lives have been wasted Feeling like a failure for the simplest of things. Are we truly a failure or are we just failing? We are so willing to accept the fact that we are not perfect in every aspect of our lives. For some reason, we have decided that perfection is required in order to lose weight. In order to get healthy, perfection is the only way to get there. That's what we decided. And it's not just me. Many of us have decided this. Because I've seen numerous times... Numerous moments where people are beating themselves up, me included, because things didn't go their way. The way they planned it is not the way it went. They planned to go out and make healthy choices with their friends, but when they saw everything that everyone else was eating, they wanted to eat the same things. So they made some choices that were unhealthy. And then they come home and beat themselves up for days, only spiraling further out of control. So instead of the incident being one meal, it ends up being the next 15 meals 
because we've decided we're a failure. We've decided we must be perfect in this quest to become healthy. Why is it that you can tell people and fully accept that you are not perfect in every aspect of your life, yet when it comes to achieving health, lasting weight loss, sustained healthy lifestyle, it requires perfection. Why is that? We are doomed to repeat mistakes in our lives over and over and over again until we finally learn the lesson that is being taught. If you could sit here today and you could say, every time I see sweets, I lose control. I don't know what it is and whatever it is. It doesn't have to be sweets. It could be anything, literally anything that throws off your health journey. You can name a thousand times where you lost control of a situation. What is being taught? How many times have you repeated that mistake? How many more times will you repeat that mistake and allow it to affect you the way it has in the past? Because the worse it affects you, the more often it will happen. The only way to truly move on from these things that we think causes us to be a failure is to stop doing what we do to ourselves after them. Perfection is not required to achieve success. Consistency is required. I've said that before. What mistakes did I make? You know my story. Gastric bypass surgery. I come out. What did I do? I didn't change anything except for the amount of food. I didn't change the food itself. I just ate less of it. So, of course, eating less of that food brought me initial success. Eventually, the success would slow down and eventually stop altogether and then go back in the wrong direction. Whose fault is that? It's my fault. I didn't change the behavior. I didn't do it. Everything that's required of me did not get done in spite of having gastric bypass surgery. I altered my body. And you would think that would straighten my head out. You would think I would have my mind where it needs to be now that a doctor went in and rerouted my intestines 
to help me live a healthy life. But I changed nothing. Because the food I was a slave to was more important to me than my own life. This was the lesson being taught. And this is the lesson I had to learn. I did not learn it. Do you know 80% of people that reach their goal end up going back to where they started, if not worse? 80%. Now, some of us do this right away. And some of us do this over a long period of time. There's, there's this thing someone had described it once. It's like you start something, you find success, and a fear, a fear of what's going to come next comes about you, right? So it's almost like someone had used this as an analogy once, and I can't remember their name. It's almost like you'd rather fall off of the first floor balcony and hit the ground then fall off the 20th floor balcony and hit the ground. If you could understand that. If you fell off the first floor balcony, or I should say the second floor balcony, and you hit the ground, there's a, I mean, there's a likelihood, depending on how you fall, that you will most likely survive. You may have some broken limbs, you may be in pain, But you'll heal and you'll survive. But if you're in that same building and you're on the 20th floor and you fall off the balcony, the likelihood you're going to survive is much less. Now, why am I telling you this? Because people would rather fail early than fail late. That's what the whole premise of what I'm saying means. They would rather fail in the beginning so it doesn't look like a complete catastrophe than to fail almost at the finish line and have it look even worse. So it's four to one odds. Four to one odds that of all of us who hit goal, Four out of every five will gain it all back. So what's the point of trying? What's the point of putting all this work if 80% of us will take it all back? 80% of us will negate everything we do. I told you the story many times about what made me start. I said I stepped on the scale on the morning of my birthday, January 4th, 2019. And I was sick to my stomach. I don't really give the details of this story. 
But maybe in order to get you to really understand this message, I got to give you the full details. This has had been a buildup leading up to my birthday. Feeling worse and worse and worse about myself. All piling up like a big pile of shit. And on the morning of my birthday, I decided it was time to step on the scale and face the music. Face what I had done. See the truth for what it was. The number on that screen said 403. I don't tell many people that number. And I'll get into that in a second. But the number on the screen was 403. It was my 40th birthday. Essentially, that day, that day I proved that I'm the greatest of all time, the greatest fat guy of all time on that day. That was my moment. That was the moment I believed myself to be a complete failure. I was the greatest fat guy of all time. At the age of 40, I managed to get to 400 pounds twice in my life on that day. Twice in my life. What do you do with that information? Is that not a failure? Is that not the definition of failure? If you would have asked me on that morning if it was the definition of failure to be able to say on my 40th birthday, I managed to get myself to be over 400 pounds twice in my life, I would say, hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's the definition of failure. It's also the day I decided enough was enough. And one week later, on January 12th, 2019, I went and I walked into the studio of Weight Watchers. Now, it was that morning I stepped on their scale and I was 395.6. So call it 396. Now, what happened to those seven pounds? I'll never know. But the 403 will haunt me. Because that was the day I felt like a failure. But in reality, in reality, all it really was 
was the beginning of the greatest comeback story ever told. And that's what I'm trying to get to you here. If not for that day, if not for that moment, would I be here right now? Would I be talking to you right now? Would I even be alive right now? There's no guarantee of any of it. No guarantee of any of it. I thought that day was my failure. But it was just the beginning. Because I realized in that moment. I am the author. I am the one with the pen in hand. And only I could change the story. That was the end of my life. The same goes for you. If you're feeling like a failure, if you're feeling like you can't do anything right, perfection isn't required. Consistency is required. And the only one that can change anything about it is you. And you're holding the pen. And you refuse to use it. You would rather pout, scream, and cry to say, I can't do this. It's not going to work. It's not in it for me. I'll just never get there. You'd rather dwell in that moment than to take that pen, put it on the paper, and start rewriting the story that only you can tell. Stop wasting time. Start getting to work and start doing what's required to change the story you've been writing all of this time. It is about time you realize that you are the only one. You are the author and the finisher of this story. Your choices dictate everything that is about to happen to you. So start making the right ones right now. Right this minute. Forget about what happened before. Right now is brand new. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.